Good evening. It's Monday, which means it's time for Enterprise at 8. This is Live Long and Podcast Enterprise Rewatch Series. It's been about, oh, around 20 years. 20 years? That's right, Trip. 20 years since Doctor's Orders first aired, but we're just getting started here at Enterprise at 8. I'm Jody Simpson. Along with me is not my co-host because he's running late, so we're just going to move on. <laughs> uh, joining Adam eventually and I... Uh, tonight is Live Long and Podcast Awesome producer and the man who likes creeping around the ship like a Traxian cloud viper, Dave Mater. Yeah, I'm just going to start walking around naked throughout this podcast and strategically um, covering my junk with... Do it. Austin Powers style. Austin Powers style. Yeah, that's my, my plan for this. He needed more melons, though. There wasn't <laughs> enough melons. Marshmallows. Yeah. And oh of course... God. Who could forget the man who needs no introduction, mostly because I didn't write one, Kevin Millard. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <That's> <laughs> there you go. Today's episode is Doctor's Orders. This is the 67th episode of the series. There's only 30 episodes left, guys. We're almost there. Oh. Okay. oh. There's my co-host, fashionably late. Not fashionably. I don't know. That's a pretty spiffy shirt you got on there. He's fashionable. Anyway, <laughs> Adam, how are you today, Adam? Other than getting stuck in traffic. Oh, we're live. We're getting. I, you know what, guys? I I have to admit, I didn't watch the clock, and I was a little late leaving. So, that's anyway, okay. that's okay. Uh, so this is the 67th episode. As I said, there's only 30 episodes left of the series, so we're getting we're getting near the end, guys. I'm just well starting past. to like it. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to get good. It only took you three seasons. <laughs> uh, so this episode is about the order to traverse the transdimensional disturbance safely. Flocks must put the rest of the crew in stasis in pilot Enterprise himself. Uh, very Flocks episode uh, with a little bit of uh, other things in there, but mostly Flocks. But uh, Paul, yeah, well, was it to Paul? Spoilers. Hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> it's only been 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years? That's right. Trip 20 years. <laughs> anyway, what did, what do we all think of this episode? Kevin. Be good. Oh, yeah, it was okay. It was good. Okay, it was good. It, it, dra- right. it dragged in in places. But I mean that's to be expected when you've got a cast of basically one. Yeah. And what about you, Dave? <laughs> Um, I think it's pretty good. Um, I think that it reminds me a lot of a Voyager episode where they all have to go to sleep. And I think it's just the Doctor and Seven who are still awake for yes. it. Yes. But this one has a bit of a twist. Although, I think on the rewatch um, today, because I had seen this episode before, and I was like, I think I think that the whole thing with him walking around naked, I think, is the real like uh, red herring, if you will. I don't know if, you know, um, because I don't think if... if with uh, DePaul, we're supposed to believe that Tapal has also not been put into a a coma or whatever. But then, you know, it doesn't well, that part doesn't add up for me. So, well, if you look at it, they actually give you two different clues. Number one, uh, the Tapal is wearing the wrong outfit through the entire episode. So she's supposed to be wearing the blue outfit. She's not. She's wearing the older outfit. Uh, so that kind of gives it away a bit if you if you kind of follow that. But obviously, it's such a out there thing that it doesn't really matter. I didn't even notice that, Jody. The uniforms. You normally all it's Dave, I'm actually disappointed. It's obvious that it's not her because why why would they bother trying to get flocks to learn 
how to do the engineering when they have her to fly to the it. ship if T'Pol is going to be awake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's, so, she knows how to do it. And that was things. that was my second point. Why would they why would they do that? So um you know it, i i think i think it was a nice twist to an episode but it i still think i'm kind of with kevin on that it's it's there's a lot of draggy parts in it uh it's it's an episode that is a 40 minute shot episode that could have been a 25 to 30 minute episode easily uh without an issue so what do you think adam i am pretty much the same i it went a little long for me it was good yeah, I like I like any Doctor Flux episodes. I think he's funny. I think they do things. I like the Austin Power little thing they did with him and when he was naked. Yeah, I, you know, I, and I always I like the ball. Like I don't mind them together. Like you know, it was it was it was entertaining. However, coming off of you know Picard, especially the last episode there, you know like, that was intense, and this was sort of uh, yeah. <laughs> they call him the fashionable male. Fashionable male, Adam. Oh, Adam needs to be a model, apparently. All right. Thanks, Sam. Oh, and Sam says, in the Karen voice, actually 19 years. That's why we say about. I'm not going to keep going through this with you, Sam. Such a Karen thing to say, Sam. Yeah, think, such think, a Karen thing. Why don't you go talk to the manager? I, I think this episode, I would have liked to have seen a little more of Phlox going crazy. Yeah, because we only kind of get it right thing. at the end, right? Like we only yeah. get like the last ten minutes of the episode is literally him kind of crazy, um, but we don't kind of get any of that until literally the end. And, and uh, Kevin, they, they did a pretty good job of actually, like, you know, when you're alone in a house or in a business or wherever you are, and you hear things, you know, yeah. like, and I, I thought like the ship banging around like that would be natural, and you'd be kind of. Uh, yeah, and freaked out. Why not? Like you don't know what's going on. That's it. I can I can feel this question. There's more light behind him right now. Uh, it's a it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, the, the, the question same is background. what for our audio only listeners. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot. We have, <laughs> we have audio only listeners. Did Kevin get a new background? No, it's just lit more. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like natural sunlight, actually. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it's my. I've started to put my projector on on a solid kind of orange. It looks, uh, it looks good. Yeah. Instead I'm of like, buying new lights. I'm like washed out white me here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think Dave and you have the, the best lighting right now. I, the guests I have, have to have better lighting. I have the... surround lighting. That's how. There you go. Like, exactly. No shadow. Anyway, let's get into this episode, I think, guys. Yeah. Uh, I think we kind sure. of. Uh, let's, go, let's go back to our format from the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane said he, she liked this format because it looks like we're all kind of in the same room maybe hmm. well, jane would know <clears throat> uh, i'm yeah. with jane yeah so we I'm see Enter- argue with her the first shot is of enterprise in this purple nebula mm-hmm. um we come we see an empty bridge an empty engineering an empty mess hall and then an empty corridor until we see the glimpse of porthos coming along Going this is through. the most screen time Porthos has ever had in an episode. In a while, too, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Flock's chasing after him. Um, Porthos saying, open the door, open the door, which Flox finds amusing. He says, okay, just for a minute. We see that Archer has got a little thing on his head, a medical device of some kind, and Porthos just wants to be with Archer, who has a little bit of stubble, um, as I guess you know, he's, he's, he's been laying there for a while. And uh, licks his face, and uh, then you know, Flock says, "Okay, that's enough of that," and picks him up. 
we see Archer laying in bed, um, and that's the teaser. You know, very pretty quick. Um, we come into the it's episode. It's not a bad teaser, though, because you're like, if if this is the first time watching this episode, you're like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no yeah. context or anything, so it's nice. Yeah, um, it's it's you know pretty good setup. Um, we come in here, and it's I think it does it start off with the log. No, it doesn't. Actually, we get another shot here of Enterprise uh in space and then uh the title card doctor's orders with um flocks on the top bunk here um and porthos hanging out with him yeah we, see, we get to see those nasty nails that he always has indeed him coming through the uh the halls here going to the galley and he's he's writing another letter like he did in um was it dear yeah. doctor dear doctor so, yeah 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 so he's that same guy that he's writing a letter to who we get to finally meet next season Yes. Um, in the whole when Brent Spiner <clears throat> guest starred on the show. Um, oh, man. So this is the one thing I don't like about this format is it cuts off the bottom of the. Yeah. Uh, let's try this one. So oh, that was not bad. Yeah. We're bigger so, now, yeah. though. Written by Chris Black, directed by Roxanne Dawson. And um, finally, and, an episode that she directed that I liked. Well, yeah, well, we can cross that check, cross check that after just to see if there's yeah. any, any others. But yeah, I kind of liked uh, this. This has a real horror vibe, this episode. And I, yeah, she does a good uh, job of making it eerie without making it, you know, yeah. over the top, you know, like it's, it's a nice, we're, uh, we're not going to find any uh, zombie Vulcans on this ship. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> um, I thought there were some interesting camera angles and like, um, especially waiting, waiting two days, like the way that. You know, I mean, as he left a room, it went dark. You know, as he went into a room, it lit up. It, it was good. I thought that was all very. I also like his interactions with Porthos as well. I think mm -hmm. that's kind of neat. Yeah. 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 Well, he's yeah, he's taking off. We see this little. He's definitely here. an animal lover, right? Like, so it kind of makes sense that he gets along with Porthos. Yeah, he's 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 part doctor, part zookeeper. Um, and then uh, he's got his little his little jar here. It says, "Doctor Floxes, <laughs> do not eat," which is in the chef's pantry. I don't know. Um, if the doctor says do not eat on a label, that's an instant. Yep. Okay. I love that it's in like masking tape. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a nice touch. And like a Sharpie. You know? the, the N yeah. is also backwards, I think, too, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, doctor. It's, dude, it's nice it's, to know that label technology has not progressed. <laughs> kind of a weird <laughs> end. In Flux, in Flux writes his last name in cursive, but everything else is in. I, don't, I, I think the chef wrote this. It's very possible the chef wrote it. Yeah, that, anyway, that so, looks that looks a lot like Jonathan Frakes' handwriting. It could be possibly. Or uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Porthos wants one. Um, he has to, uh, you know, explain. And he's like, "It's, it's a leech, you know. Yeah. We'll clean out your intestinal tract." He says, "Okay." Oh, yeah, and Porthos me. is like, "No problem. Throw it at me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he throws Anybody it out. who owns a dog knows that this is completely accurate. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, Porthos like, ah, yeah, I'm like chewing on it hard. I thought this are, are leeches are okay for dogs to eat, I guess. You know, why not, right? Why not? Ne never try um, to, probably protein. never will. Uh, and they're good for Denoblians to eat too. I guess so. Oh, Apparently, I guess so. Mwah, chef's kiss, you know, with that well, leech. They're, they're good enough to have a stockpile of them just for flocks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and and for Porthos, you know, so uh. There you go. Um, Enterprise here. And then we get like, oh, in the course of this letter, he's like, well, if you, it all started a few days ago. And then we get this whole backstory. What's been, what's really going on here? So they're on their way to find, they're going to Azadi Prime, right? That's where they're headed. Yes. And 
they're it's like a three week journey. So this is they're they're going through it, and now there's some kind of new anomaly caused by the spheres that's in the way. It's going a to be a, a disturbance, disturbance in the force, if you will, and it's going to take them a long take them a while to like go around it. So, um, but but um, it's probably better to go through it. But it's got all this radiation, whatever. So and, at this point, did they talk about not using warp engines, or they just have to? You know, or they get to that it's in this conversation yeah so basically they, they can warp through it it's not a matter of yeah but um but it's um, the fact that the radiation will hurt people yeah the, the, like basically that. there's no crew they, like that the most like flock says we have a solution i can put you all, it, it was not going to affect me this radiation i don't know i guess he, he's known that from the previous encounters they've had with these anomalies so i can put you all into a sedation but um, but Trip says I don't feel like I don't I'm not comfortable with warping through this anomaly while we're in a coma. We, you know, he's which I don't I guess makes sense, but um, it's also kind of like well why not you know why why is going at impulse? Well, maybe this ship maybe warp needs a lot more maintenance to I guess. keep going than on like a later Enterprise, right? Right. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, <clears throat> considering we just watched uh, the new one with Picard, and he, him, it was him and his seven people running that whole ship, uh, a much <laughs> bigger ship. But that's the 25th century. This is the, you know, 22nd century. Well, and I think even like putting putting the ship at warp, somebody has to manually actually move the slider. Uh, <laughs> right. So it's not like it's not like an electronic like device on the, like the bridge. It's literally like you call down to the engineering room and they do it. So it's mm-hmm. it's more like traditional like you know steamship and stuff like that right i guess so and that's one thing i wish they had shown us more in the show i wish we had seen more of like the crew having to do more work i think mm-hmm. if they i feel like that's the little bit part they miss because it's sometimes it just feels like well this could be set in like the voyager area era or you know whatever it doesn't always feel like it's pre-kirk in some way so the what the one thing i do like about this series though is there's always people in the background doing work which is something that didn't seem to happen at much on the Enterprise D. Like there's people always walking in corridors, but they weren't like they didn't have like a panel open and they weren't like working on shit. There's always people in the background of this show that well, are working yeah. on things. The Enterprise D is just so big, you know, it's such a big ship and like well, so and plus rooms. it's also much more advanced. So I'm sure it has more advanced, a lot too. of a lot of things. Yeah. It's only got ten times the crew that this ship has, but it's got it's it's like I don't know, probably a hundred times the size. So yeah. it's uh, anyway. Oh, so he's always crawling around in Jeffrey's. There's, spa- there's so much more space for activities, Dave. <laughs> yeah, even in the original series, you saw a lot of crew too. There was um, no atrium on this ship, was there? No, no, no. no. They, no see, Keiko too. wouldn't like this ship at all. No, no arboretum. Dolphins. No. no, they have no dolphins. No arboretum. No, no children. <laughs> no children. No children. Yeah. Um, nothing like that. You know, uh, we don't. They have a gym. We we basically we've seen. I think all the rooms on this ship by now. I think like there's not too much. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. There's not that much left. Left. Um, anyway, so after selling this, like Archer agrees. Okay, I'll I'll let Flocks. I'll let you put us all to sleep while we go through this nebula because we had to get to Azadi Prime and fulfill our mission. Trip's the hardest sell, but he goes along with it, and uh, and so that's kind of like the backstory we're given in this flashback. Um, so so, we, like, so if if. If Flux was on the crew, <laughs> then they would go through it, or they'd go around it. I guess they'd have to go around it. They'd have to go around it, and yeah, that would and add. And that time. was like two weeks or something like that. It was going to add. Yeah, and I, mean, it was already I, don't, I don't see the big deal. I mean, they're stopping at every planet along the way. Why? <laughs> why not just? Go they're around. on a mission, Kevin. 
to save Earth. <laughs> it's very to urgent. Save Earth. They very don't have two mission. weeks now. They've yeah. already used up all their extra time going to cowboy planets and stuff. They've used up all their buffer time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you like did you like this when they were putting everybody to sleep? And like there's this clip here with Mayweather and he leaves the sandwich. Yeah, I love he's that. Sandwich he's just like nom nom nom. Okay, put it down. <laughs> he wasn't eating a leech. Uh, <laughs> it just goes to show you nobody respects Mayweather on their series. Well, no, Flox does. He has a newfound respect for uh for Mayweather. He does. He says yes. that, yeah. Uh in the episode. I had to pull it. I have a new re- and soon developed a newfound respect for it. Mayweather. <laughs> so we're to believe that he didn't really have any respect for Mayweather. He had no respect for him before <laughs> no. until now. Because he was he like, used just- him as a table. Mayweather, yeah. Mayweather actually had to teach him how to fly the ship in case there was something he would need to. Yeah, which I guess he does in the episode. At the end, he just flies it from the uh, engineer engineering which, section. Here's another perfect example of the fact that we know that obviously T'Pol isn't actually awake because yeah. T'Pol knows how to fly the ship. Like, it's, right? It's not an issue for her. Yeah, you're right. It's it I, it it is the one of the. But first... it's something you don't really pay attention to, right? Like it's. Yeah, you're not thinking about it, but I feel like they would have. I feel like they would have also mentioned in that meeting, flock. Uh, you know, me and DePaul will be awake. You know, but it's very clear that it's only yeah. him. But he seems yeah. to forget that. I guess. But I think on the first view, I don't think you're going to notice it. it it's going to be something that you kind of notice after you watch it again. No, I noticed it right away. Oh, did you? Immediately. I don't I think I noticed like- it on the original view way back <laughs> in the day, but obviously when I first turned on this episode, I'm like, oh yeah, DePaul's not real. So I tried to write the Voyager episode, Kevin, that this is kind of similar to was th- there was some kind of like weird hallucination there. Or there was some kind of twist to it, wasn't there? I don't um, I, there I was because there always is. But I don't remember. Was exactly it that? I, it do was. You know, I think it was like, wasn't it like the doctor's episode and then seven of nine? We think she's awake, but maybe she's not or something. I don't know. And so it's uh, I remember it vaguely. But this I think this episode is actually better than that one. Um, I don't remember the Voyager episode. So do, do you remember a few weeks ago we were talking about how you know this is the Enterprise way is like you know you start with the crisis or you start with the action whatever's happening and then they go oh you know two days ago this happened or four days, days ago oh yeah this is a flashback show for sure yeah. they love flashbacks I think it's yeah. because the teasers are so short and they have to lead into that theme song. So that you know, it's it's there's sometimes the pacing of these it's episodes. Been a long road. Yeah, like I, I watched the credits today, and it was like the end credit song. I like. I just don't like the the end credit songs. Actually, should have been the song for the actual show. No, I meant the opening credits, but it's just like that guitar, like a little bit guitar. They throw right in the end of it. Anyway, so um, so anyway, so coming back to, to you know teaching Vlox how to fly the Enterprise, um, which he learned in you know an hour, which I felt was you know, a little quick. Like no wonder Trip's a little bit hesitant here. He's left it's either it's either forward or reverse, and once in a while you turn. It's not that big of a deal. It's like trying. It's, it's, it's I don't know. Like it, <laughs> they, they 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 put a lot in the dialogue to make it like a, make it clear that well, unless there's like this kind of star near you, there's actually probably more nuance to it than just. It'd know, be better yeah. if like Flocks after that lesson just walked out and went. Now I know why nobody likes him, <laughs> or something like that. that why they never give him any lines? <laughs> I, I think that Trip is legitimately worried, and he should be. You know, like yeah, oh, Trip says, I, "I want you to wake me up. I want you to wake me up if something goes right." And then Flocks yeah, is like, because... "You'll die." 
He'll He's die. like, I don't care. It's either the ship or or me. It's fine. Yeah, and that's that's cool when he says that. Like, it's I'll make it easy for you, right? If I, if if it's between the ship and me, wake me up, right? Yeah. And Flox Flox uh, even considers that later on in the episode, but he's not willing to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas whereas he thinks Archer's going to have like similar objections or like uh, or or statements, and there's kind of a thing where where Archer's just like. Yeah, whatever, man. I don't care. I trust you. You got this. You know, you're one of the few mm-hmm. people I would trust to do this. So, um, right. And again, when T'Pol shows up, I think of this scene and go, why would he have that conversation with Flox if T'Pol is awake? Right. right. Yeah. Has yeah. to be a hallucination. Yeah. So, and knowing it's a hallucination does change the way you look at this episode for sure. Oh, absolutely. Know? Yeah. Um, but so I, it's not that clever of a misdirect or anything. I think we're all kind of consensus there. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you know? So I need one of those things at night, though. I, I just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a pretty deep sleep. OK, so they, they go into a coma for four days. Right. So you don't get to eat anything. You know, are you going to poop your pants or is that like little device going to stop that from happening? I think it just shuts you down. Your, your... Shuts everything down. Yeah, it just keeps you uh, alive enough. Like, that, like yeah. you're breathing. That's about yeah. it. Okay. Um, yeah. So you don't they don't need like stasis units because I remember in the Voyager episode they had to like go into like stasis pods or something. It was a lot more involved, uh, and it was more. It was like a month. It was not like just. Yeah, four it days. wasn't going to be four days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but... I think these guys would have to go into a stasis type situation if if it was going to be longer. No, no. I just like I'm just kind of pointing out those because these episodes just feel so similar to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just kind of noting the differences, but, uh, or the similarities. Yeah. Anyway, some cool shots of enterprise, uh, throughout the nebula. Um, anyway, and so Flox is doing his engineering thing, which I think Trip told him earlier, you have to check every two hours or something. It's a good thing Flox doesn't sleep. That's also a bonus here, you know, that he has to, yeah. well, he does sleep, but he only does it like once every, I think it's like once a year or twice a year or something. Right. Like In the course yeah. of this four days, he doesn't require any sleep. Exactly. Or any, yeah. Or anything. You know, but he starts hearing the noises pretty soon into it, you know, and doesn't know what to what to make of it. It's a lot of him like looking around corners and hearing things and getting kind of more paranoid. I do love the jogging here, where he's jogging and singing. I like how Porthos is like trying to keep up with him the whole time, too. Yeah. Porthos is like, I have little legs, jackass. Yeah, he's he's exercising, and then we get like the whole Austin Powers naked <laughs> thing where he's just got the slippers on, I guess. You know, oh, behave, <laughs> oh behave. Yeah, uh, I thought like good for John Billings. I, I like how they did the back of him though. Like, yeah. hopefully you got the shot of. The oh, back I did, of him. I did. Yeah, just, yeah, just him like looking around, and then... that is the biggest <laughs> tablet computer ever. Like, <laughs> like that's not practical by any stretch we, of the imagination. We never see another one that size in the entire show. Yeah, like that, but like, look how big that ant is on there. It's a big like, skin of an ant, and somehow that's related to his medical uh, treatments or something. <laughs> yeah, there's his back there, um, which I think we've maybe we saw that before when him and oh, we've seen it before, yeah. were uh, in the decon chamber when they have um, to gel each other up. Yeah, yeah, but I did like you know, good on for Flox. You know, he's not like he's not like ripped like Mayweather, but he's like you know what, I'm just gonna I'm gonna rock it. You know, I'm gonna walk around on the TV show and uh, more for like Billingsley, I think you know uh just you know good good on him uh so that, I, I looked up the movie guys it's called the the court jester yeah this movie there that he's watching 1955 as, as soon as it flashed up i was like 
wait, are they watching a Star Trek episode? <laughs> you know what I thought that was? I thought it was the first, I thought it was um, um, Lost in Space. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every cool. every time I see this actor, I always think of White Christmas. It's not Danny Kaye. Yeah. 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 It looks my a mother, lot like Star my Trek. My mother has watched White Christmas more times than I care to admit. <clears throat> like original series, kind of like just the lighting and yeah. So, like yeah. some of the things and the, 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 the reflection on some of the materials. Yeah, so Flock's having a good night, a movie night, <clears throat> bowl of popcorn that he made for himself, giving some of it to Porthos. He's he's always given that dog. Porthos food. is going to be like a wreck intestinally <laughs> after this whole thing. Like Eating leeches. Four, year, uh, four, four days of absolute garbage yeah. is going into this dog. And then <laughs> Archer's giving him cheese all the time. It's not good for him. Um, yeah, he's watching the movie. Yeah, we... Um, and then I think he's like he he hears the sound while he's watching the movie. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, I gotta need to check this out. He says, "Hey, Porthos, come on, we got it. We I'm not going alone." And Porthos is like, "I don't want to go either." I'm, uh, <laughs> Porthos is like, "You're crazy, dude." He's not. He's not. A he's yeah. He's he's no guard dog. This one. No, uh, Porthos. No. Yeah. So Flox actually has to, like pick him up and like carry him out with him, and then I guess he starts walking on his own. Uh, going along. Checking things out. Oh, yeah. And then he finds like this this event in engineering is kind of going. So he goes to get it up. And then we get this is the, the first appearance of Valour, hallucination. Valour <laughs> to Paul. Hallucination uh to yeah. Paul. We we've seen this outfit before, right? Oh, absolutely. Previous... This was yeah. an outfit that she wore in uh, I think the second season. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So she's coming along. She she give, nearly gives him a heart attack. Or a cardiac something or other, he says. I love what they do with her throughout this whole thing. Like, she's totally useless. Like, she Especially can't at the do end. anything. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't know anything he doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, it's, um, yeah. Would it, would it be cool if they explore a little bit why he picked her, you know? Yeah. I think it's just the most, like, obvious one because she's not human, right? She's not like, human, any, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he just forgot that Vulcans were also needed to go into... Um, comas for this anomaly. He, he. It was something. It's part of the hallucination, I think. Yeah. And he's choose. He's choosing to um, to invent her, you know. And I think like they could have made like they said that this trip to Azadi Prime was going to be three weeks, right? They could have made this. They could have made this stretched out for more than four days. But I guess Absolutely. maybe we. Yeah. Um, because I feel like the isolation and like the fact he talks about how Denoblians are like this super social race who choose to live in these crowded cities. Not, but you know, not by necessity, but because they—that's just how their culture is. Yeah. And uh, they—they they can't even have um, two people aren't even enough for their marriages. No, because, yeah, yeah, because they all have two. All Denoblians have like three spouses, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. the only way they're trying to like misdirect us here is that T'Pol is awfully T'Pol like at the beginning here. She's got her duties. He's got his. Why would yes. we interact? Right. She's like, and she, yeah. and she talks about how she likes isolation. She's more, this is like the whole introvert versus extrovert kind of thing. You know, he's yeah, the extrovert, yeah. she's the introvert. So it also kind of makes sense. Well, yeah, I guess she would keep to herself a little bit. Uh, you know, she's. And, and, and I also appreciate the fact, I mean, she would come to his aid if he needed it, but I, I just feel like if they each had their assigned duties, they're going to do them or she's going to do hers. Right. But I I also think over two days their assigned duties would be talking to each other. Like, <laughs> yes. They yeah. they would probably have to check in with each other over that two days. She's like, Are you walking around naked down there? Like, just want to know. I just before I go down to E deck or whatever. Especially since she would be in command of the ship. 
She would want to know if he's <laughs> checking that shit every two hours. That's or true. Yeah, true. Whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, there's definitely some logic things. You're not you're not meant to really think about it, I think. But you know, I think how can you not, right? Like, yeah. If you're watching the show all the time, uh, we get more of like Flocks doing his duties, hearing things, more sounds, and him getting startled. Hey, this one was an engineering later on, and then he calls up to DePaul. He's like, "Hey, if you're gonna be sneaking around and playing pranks, can you please uh, stop it? Not very Vulcan of you." She says, "It wasn't me. You know, I'm not anywhere near there. I'm on the bridge." I'm on the bridge. What? Da, da, da. <laughs> you know? Um, what's going on? You know, so they, they meet up in the galley, or I guess they don't because she's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Fair statement. Another hallucination in the galley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This time he's making soup uh, or something like that for the two of them, you know, but she doesn't eat anything, right? No, Keep yeah. You know, so she's watching them eat and I don't know, like, even though she's an hallucination, I do like the way that their scenes go and like their, their, mm -hmm. their, their vibe. Yeah, their interactions are very good um, and it is believable. So it's they, like they, every episode where they're together, they play off each other so well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're the two aliens of the ship. They, they immediately have that kind of built in connection. Uh, even though their personalities and are so are different. very different. <laughs> you know? yeah. And their two species are so different too, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, like there's that kind of that, that mutual understanding. Um, and then there's we we'll go back to Flox, he's recording more of his letter, he's going along, he checking on Archer. Of course, we can see that water polo ball, that's when we know where we know where we are. Um, and then he like while he's there, I think he like sees something out on the window. He's like looking out like Archer's window here. And then, like, it's it, it's almost like that. What's that Twilight Zone episode? Yeah, the William Shatner episode. The William Shatner, Shatner one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a monster on the wing of the plane or something <laughs> like that, you know? And he calls up to Hoshi. Not Hoshi. Hoshi comes later. Up to DePaul, fake DePaul. And they're looking through all the scans. And, you know, and she's, the, she's just playing, like, I'm DePaul. I'm the skeptic. I never believe anybody. And then you're like, this tracks. DePaul does never believe anybody. Science doesn't, like, um comets aren't important or time travel doesn't exist even though i time traveled um you know etc you know so going back and forth flocks we, we have a very serious question here uh, sam says why does adam look so high just I'm tired buddy <laughs> he worked all day yeah. um high on this ed episode mm -hmm. maybe maybe yeah uh yeah. anyway so I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of like um, this part. Okay, where Tabal, you can see like Flocks is like really starting to lose it. But this like this 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 voice in his head too. When you're watching this, like knowing that she's not real, it's it it it, it feels very. Um, I don't know. Like it's 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 unsettling. I guess is the word I'm looking for. You know, because yeah. he's he's unraveling, and there's no one he can turn to other than Porthos, really. And Porthos is a dog, so. <laughs> <laughs> Very astute. <laughs> I love that you said that with some stank. He's a on dog. It. <laughs> yeah, dogs don't add anything. To What's the crew. he gonna do? He's a dog. Is he gonna push a button? <laughs> you know, is he gonna help fix something? I just like how he said it. That was great. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and then like he goes to check out Ho Hoshi. I love this like the insectoid who's like, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
how you doing? How you doing? He's you know? splashing a peace sign there. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Yeah, he's kind of going for it, like hovering. He's like, get away from her, actually. You know, and like, um, yeah, pretty, pretty not bad. bad. I, like, I like to this moment, he's running away through the halls, the corridors. And even like, I love the shadow of like the, uh, the Zindi insectoid, which is still yeah. a hallucination, but it's like, there was some good horror moments and beats in this. Like, I, you yeah. know, I feel like they could have even taken it further. Uh, like we see here that Flox actually hides inside of an airlock in order to like, um, escape, but he really maybe kind of put himself in some serious danger here. You know, he was, um, he doesn't spend too much time in there. I think he realizes, Hey, out of here. This is not the place to be. Yeah, but there's all this tension here where he's waiting for like the door to close, and then um, I think we see like another shadow here. But then like the, it kind of passed. The moment passes, and he gets out there and he calls up to DePaul. and then Depaul's like, "We we can't scan anything. There's nothing out here. We've been looking for two hours. Nothing's real." And he does. He goes, "I don't know, but somehow they got on the ship." She's like, "There was no transporter signatures." He's like, "Shut up and help me shoot this thing." <laughs> I, you know. Uh, so she's just like kind of talking him out of it. He's like, you're not being very helpful. You know, like I need your help. Come on. And she's never, she never takes a phaser. Like there's other, there's other clues here, you know, that she never really, she never even picks up the hand scanner. But, but even when he's like saying you're not being helpful and she goes, well, I've already done four decks with you. (laughs) Yeah. But what did you, what did you do other than just kind of naysay, you know, because you're, but it's, it's, you know, it's kind of standard. He comes in into the Mako's quarters. He's looking around. Um, yeah, like when when she comes around, and like the, the the light on her hair, and then uh, they're kind of going along, and she he's like, well, um, you know, the, she's like the, the hand scanner is not very powerful, doesn't have a lot of range, you don't know how to use it properly. She's just kind of like this negative uh, character, and then uh, he's he thinks he's found it, but guess what? Oh, poor Porthos! <laughs> Close call, Porthos. I don't oh, think God. he was an hallucination. Almost a hot dog. No reaction from Porthos either. He kind of goes nerves of steel on that dog. Yeah, he goes, huh? It's almost yeah. like that was put in post production. Yeah. So can yeah. I eat that? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my thing? You nearly shot the captain's dog. <laughs> that was good. Uh, anyway, so she's she's getting really annoyed with him. He's getting annoyed with her. You know, you're not being helpful. I think that they end up. Oh yeah, he gets a call here, so they split up, and then he gets he gets he gets a, he gets a call. like it's it's Hoshi, Hoshi, doctor, doctor, help me! And he's like Hoshi, Hoshi. And he starts running over here. He gets up to her quarter. She's not in bed. Where is she? What could be going on? We hear the shower going. We see all this steam coming out. You know, and he's like Hoshi, is that you? Um, more of this like this horror thing. I thought this was 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 good. And she's like, I thought you were going to save us. You were going to help us. Oh no! You promised us. Oh boy. Her her face is all melt. I don't think her face was going to melt off from this nebula, but that's this is, this is part of the hallucination. I thought this was fun. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, this is supposed to mimic the Exorcist, right? Because they. Oh yeah, because he's uh, yeah. He talks about how he had, he had recently watched that. Um, yeah. Should never have watched The Exorcist last week. Yep. I should never have let Mister Tucker talk me into watching The Exorcist last week. Yeah, but that's how it goes at movie night. Uh, they did a good job with the makeup on her, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I think that that was more than a couple hours. I would say. Yeah, uh, she was probably there for a couple hours for that one. Yeah. For this. Um, 
kind of throwaway scene for the most part. Yeah, we're the saying, and then he he stumbles, he falls back out of like the, the, the bathroom here, and then he sees oh Hoshi's in her bunk. You know, he he doesn't. He's trying to kind of put the pieces together. He looks into the bathroom. There's no steam. There's no shower. Whatever. I guess yeah. And uh, senior officers all get their own showers and their own everything else. You know, so they're not Sonic showers though, so they're not not that Sonic. But for everybody who's like, you know how like when we go into like the Mako's quarters and they just have the two bunk beds there, mm-hmm. and there doesn't seem to be like a bathroom there. No, like, they have like a communal one. There's but a communal you see bathroom. That Travis got his own quarters. He's a senior. Yeah, officer. I don't, he's, a senior he, officer. he's technically a senior officer, but yeah, oh my God. he shouldn't have one. <laughs> we <should> consider <laughs> that's 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 where the Makos go to use their bathroom. Eh? I think it would be interesting to, to see. It. Let's go to May May Brothers' uh, room. <laughs> That, that could have been like a fun set, like a communal bathroom where they're all like showering or whatever. Da, 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 you know, like, oh, they could do it like they did in Starship uh, Troopers. Starship Troopers, yeah. Like in Starship Troopers. Well, yeah, with uh, without the nudity, maybe because this is, you know, on. Um, oh, you got to ruin everything, Dave. UPN back in the day. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Then we get the here we get the Archer hallucination that comes right after. But he knows this. At this point, he knows it's a hallucination. Yeah. At this to, point, he's clued in. Yeah. Yeah, Archer's like, what's going on, man? Like, I thought I, I guess I trusted wrong? you too much. I shouldn't yeah. have like trusted you. To do this, you know? Well, and so, Archer's not even talking the way Archer normally talks, too. So it's yeah, it's, it's a dead, away from me. It's a dead giveaway, really. Yeah, I like the way Bacula plays it, very smug, very like condescending. Um, and then like Doctor, and then we see it's the Tapal hallucination. But now I guess he can only manifest one hallucination at a time. They <laughs> never they never interact with each other. Um and yeah, so he's going along here and, you know, he knows he's not well. He starts, he goes, there's a cutaway here to sick bay where he talks about how I scanned my, my, I never, I was worried about the rest of the crew. I never thought about myself. I felt like this is something doctors would need to be trained in, you know, especially if they're the only doctor looking after an entire bunch of like, basically he's got like 80 patients, right. Who are all in comas, yep. you know, and you got to. There's no other doctors, no other medical. But, but I, I think that he would have thought that he was immune. I mean, obviously he's here. He would have thought that. He he did think that, and I he, I guess to a certain extent he's he's right. But they don't really have a ton of information. They don't have a ton of experience with these anomalies, and they don't. They, you know, yeah. they're, they're, well, I don't know still... if it's necessarily the anomaly or just him losing his mind from being alone. I mean, that's what they set up. Is yeah. that Denoblians deal with stress? D- deal with stress through hallucination. Right, but yeah, he they know, set like, that up a couple episodes back too. Like it wasn't even, it's not even right. just this episode. They actually mentioned it previous. Right, but he would have. I guess it, it's just. But I guess he's not thinking clearly. He's not. You know, obviously he's forgotten that he even put Tapal into a coma at all. Right. Yeah. So there, there are certain parts of this he's that are fictitious. That um, you know, and and in this episode, like I guess the stuff with him and Porthos is real and that's about it, you know, like, and I guess the things he's doing are real, the places he's going, but that's, you know, but maybe not, who knows? Um, it's all a little bit, um, up in the air, you know, No, him and Porthos are real likely. And how do we know Porthos is not up in the air at all? Nothing else is real. How do we know he didn't shoot up Porthos, tried to shoot up Porthos hallucination? That's you know what we'll never have the answer to that. Whether Porthos is real or not, fine. That is up in the air. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? I like that. The dog, Dave. The dog. It's well, the dog. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, so just more. Uh, oh, this is the scene where they find out that they should be out of the anomaly by now, but they're not. It's like been growing or something, or they should have compensated, and they need to. They, I got the impression they were going slower than they thought they were. I get. I got. They said the, the edge. Sure. They should be out. They should be out of this nebula by now, and they find out. It's not even they. It's just him. It's, Flux finds out that they're not, and they're uh, in order. It's because it's been growing or something. That it's going to be like another ten weeks to get out of this, and they, yeah, unless they go to work with him, not with it, with him hallucinating and, and the, the the neural degrada degradation that's happening to him. They don't have ten weeks, so they need to go to warp. You yeah. know, they need to find a way to take this ship to warp. Um, you know, and he's like, "I'm a physician, not an engineer." You know, he keeps he keeps like saying, "Help me, help me, to Paul, help me." Do I need to keep reminding you you are the science officer? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you have to tell the real to Paul. I love what he says. Are you suggesting I read the manual? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I love this shot here where they're, they're you know, they're like, you know, going they do a couple overhead shots actually, which are really neat. Yeah. Yeah. That, I like that one where it's like nice and closed in. Yeah. Like, and she's just like, reminds me of a 90s, uh, 90s alternative band album. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah, and like he's just like she's she's she never does anything right because she's always like I don't know how to do this. This is not my best day. I'm also having effects. Oh, that was a funny line too, you know, because he says to her, "Even on your worst day, you'd be better than me." Right at this at this particular task, you know, and yeah. she's like, "This is not my best day. This is by far one of my worst." Because uh, this is this is really when she starts to lose it. Yeah, yeah. but she but. I guess, you know, because she's well, really his hallucination is losing it. <laughs> his, his hallucination is hallucinating. Um, and then we get the to, to, uh, the trip hallucination. Who's like, I knew, you know, he's just kind of being mean and saying yeah. like, you're going to blow everything up. You're going to screw this all up. You know, uh, he, he asked to Paul to go do something like open the plasma vents. And she's like, I don't know what plasma vents are. You know, because <laughs> she can't really do anything for him because she's not real. Yeah. So, you know, he's like, he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. You know, uh, so the, he does get like the engine back online, the warp engine, and it's going, and he's all kind of happy with himself. I like these moments where he's just got the joy. You know, he's like, okay, I'm gonna go like, wait, 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 Dave, go back that that face with the Paul where she's like, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Like I love the way Jolene Blaylock plays it. You know, she's yeah, like yeah. she's she's very fun and because she can she can be like outside. Still of her the character. best actor in the series. Yeah, I think these two. I think these are actually the two these best. two. Yeah, I would agree with you. These two you are know? probably the best actors in the series. Yeah, um, I think so too. You know, and so he's getting the the the, the engines back online. Things are going along, and she, yeah, she's he's like, okay, well, what 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 are the calculations to Paul? Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Calculations. Yeah, she just does is open her eyes a little wider, and she looks like she doesn't know anything. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, Tapal, okay, you do this, and I'll do this. And she's like, um, can you come? Uh, no, you fix yeah. this. <laughs> I love that when she's like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> is it supposed course, to be sparking like that? Of course, exploding. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's good to, like, I have a fun. feeling it's not supposed to look like this. Yeah. Some good comedy here. Uh, well, you know, it's like the the climax of the episode, and they're trying to get out here. And he does. He manages to get the thing to go to warp, and the, the Enterprise gets out of this nebula. 
this the, with the radiation and he's going along and i just like yeah like he's just like woohoo i did it i found a way to run it in like a, a warp thing good enough to they had to get up to warp two i think in order to get out of it um fully out you know throwing his hands up in the air to fall like yeah this is great uh and then we got like kind of like a cutaway and then he's like he's taking archer out of the coma he wakes up you know groggy reunited with porthos Anything happened while I was asleep? That would be my report, he says. Don't you think it's kind of important that he tells them what happened? <laughs> um, he's like, you can read it about it later. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Why bother? He, he's asleep. I'm sorry, yeah. he's in bed now. Everything's fine. They're through it. No problems. Right. Uh, so I guess the second person he woke up was was Trip. You know, so he goes and gets him up. He, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm feeling a little groggy. He's like, you haven't eaten in four days. Go to the galley and got some food. Yeah. What happened to my warp engines? Well, they sparked a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I nearly blew up the ship, but you, you know, it was worth it. Um, and yeah, and, and the the DePaul hallucination still following them around. You know, uh, but of course, Trip can't see her because you know. So I guess like this is still like a lingering effect, uh, even though they're I'll out. Walk of the you nebula. to your cabin, DePaul. I'm gonna walk. I'll you get your... you. I'll walk you to there. You know, why, well, why, well, this is so we can see obviously the, you know, you know the payoff, he, right? He he looks away and he sees there's Paul sleeping there. The outfit she's the supposed to be wearing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess she doesn't wear this orange one anymore. You're saying, like in this season, like that's only no. She doesn't wear the velour thing at all. This thing anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um. I thought it was in her repertoire, but. Uh, yeah, and then he looks back. I don't remember she, any episodes in this season that have. You're, you're probably right. That. Yeah, I just you know, have. She, she, it was an episode she had like three or three. I think three different. She sometimes. It's not just. It's not just this one. She out, doesn't this, wear just the blue one, but the blue one is the most common one. For but this style you're season. saying is like the yeah. new her out of the Vulcan, whatever the Vulcan um, military thing she's in. Um, so science directory or whatever. So anyway, so, um, okay. You know, and he looks back, sees her and then he kind of figures out, okay, that was hallucination. That's the big reveal, even though you've probably put those things together by now. Maybe, um, he goes, he goes to the galley and he meets up with the real to Paul to join her. And he's just kind of, I don't know. He, what was the kind of the point of this ending that he knows? Like he, he kind of like hints that there was, I wasn't as alone as you think I was. And she's just like, huh? It's just like the, the unimpressed to Paul right there. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, tell me how to comment. Yeah. He's like, don't worry about it. You can read about it in the report. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, fine. And then that's the end of the episode. That's Those are the screenshots. So, um, Oh, I like he also says when he's sending, when he's writing his letter, that he's he he could have deleted everything because it wasn't real, but he left it in. Yeah, he left it in for effect, I guess. Yeah, because he, he wanted he wanted to take this uh this doctor like on this like you know kind of like us like we're kind of like living yeah. this story like what and then the the ship was gonna blow up and then you were shut a dog and then like <laughs> you know the Vulcan lady was losing her mind too and she didn't know anything about engineering all of a sudden. Oh, she wasn't real. I get it now. You know. So anyway. <laughs> Hey Adam, do you have do you have any uh, fun facts? Is Adam gone? Is Adam... Even... Are you ready, Judy? Fun facts with Adam. Oh, Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, you're paused for a bit. You can see me. Okay, good. Yeah, I can see no. you, but you're not moving. Okay, now you're moving. You are. All right. 
Okay, okay, okay. So Dr. Flotch is uh, the movie Dr. Flotch is watching when the, who, who, uh, the hallucinations start is the court jester, 1955, starring Danny Kaye, which we already talked about. Uh, there's one, this is this is one of a mere few episodes of Enterprise or any of the Star Trek series to credit no guest stars uh, due to its omission of any such performers because only existing sets of Enterprise were used in this episode. It qualifies it's a as a bottle true episode. bottle show. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. a true bottle show. Uh, <clears throat> the episode has a striking resemblance to the Voyager uh, called One, where Seven of Nine navigates a ship through a hazardous region of space and the crew is in a comatose state. Uh, and she becomes a, uh, begins to hallucinate as well. Uh, Dave, you said it, or you, you you brought it up, but Fox says, I'm a physician, not an engineer. A slightly different version of Dr. McCoy's famous lie, I'm a doctor, not an engineer, from the original Star Trek in 1966. Uh, the episode was directed by Roxanne Dawson, who played Belana Torres, which we mentioned. And uh, this is the only episode of Enterprise coming back to the I'm a doctor, not a phrase. Uh, where Flox actually uses this. It's the only time he uses it because, like, I think the EMH Good. used it, like, versions of that. Uh... Oh, yeah, and Voyager was constant. Yeah. Uh, in the second season, actually, he did, in the, re the episode called Regeneration, he did state, I need to think like an engineer, not a physician. Yeah, well, that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of different. Yeah, yeah, very different. Uh, this is the fourth time anyone in Star Trek speaks to Nobulin. The previously three episodes are Dear Doctor, uh, Stigmata, and A Night in Sick Bay. So that song he's singing, is that supposed to be Denoblium? I guess so, because that was yeah, the only time I, I heard so. it. But it sounds like a tune from Earth that he's like singing in Denoblium. Am I right? Or well, it could it? be. Yeah. It sounded familiar anyway. Da, 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 da. It sounded like, 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 like something I should know, but yeah. Uh, the episode is rem 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 uh, <clears throat> reminiscent of William Shatner's 1963 appearance in Twilight Zone Nightmare at 20,000 feet, in which he seems a gremlin on the wing. And that was actually redone in Twilight Zone, the movie with John Lithgow as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then. The world uh, needs more John Lithgow. Yeah, we do. Uh, and spoilers, here's one for you. This is the only time the doctor is accompanied, accompanied by T'Pol. She does not interact with any props or ship's controls the whole time. I didn't see that. Never, yeah, she never touches anything. Like, she yeah. never, That's because like, she's not real. Right. We know, but... That's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And just checking if there's anything else worth talking about here. I think that's about it, Dave. Okay. Well, thank, thanks, Adam. Uh, let's go to ratings, guys. Uh, down here. All right. So, what do we want to give this one? Uh, doctor's orders, Jody. Hmm. This is a hard one for me because, yes, it was a good episode, but it also was a bit draggy. Um, I'm gonna give this a seven and a half. I think. Seven and a half. Okay. Um, Adam. I didn't love it. But it didn't have Malcolm in it, so I'm going to give it a <laughs> good point. I should have gave it well. more points then. Yeah. yeah. Say again. Seven and a half. I'm sticking with Jody on this one. Um, I liked it even more than last week, so I'm going eight point three. Only point three better though. Uh, I'll give this a seven and a half. I like it more than last week. Okay. Did Davin give us any kind of comment in the? comments or uh i don't see anything so 
Okay, Sam's saying 7.4 for him. So that's pretty consistent. Uh, that's, that also was what the IMDb score. Our average tonight, 7.7. Um, you know, it seems like we were like, not bad, but didn't blow us away, it seems like. Uh, it was a decent episode. Like, it, I was entertained. Yeah, this is the first. Oh, there's a, here's a fun fact we might have missed. This is the first episode of the year 2154 in, like, universe. Because we, we um, last episode was, like, late December of... Um, oh, okay of 2153 so i guess like we missed christmas like thank god star trek doesn't do any christmas episodes they never do anything like christmas thank god ever in their shows Um, i think no series should ever do a christmas episode after you saw the abomination that was the star wars christmas special well that should be an instant no doctor who did it okay but not yeah the doctor who ones weren't terrible i guess yeah like half the writers on next gen were were jewish i don't know if that has something to do with it or if it's uh, something just they just yeah, wanted to be more inclusive and that's you know I, i'm glad they didn't the closest thing they've ever done to christmas in star trek is like star trek generations next where, generation, yeah. where he's in the, yeah the, where he's in the nexus yeah yeah she's like i love the doll papa she's so pretty yeah. so. And, and renee always looks like he's like taking a huge crap yeah, exactly. you ever notice that? Next time you watch that, look at Renee in the flashback series because, <laughs> like, that kid just—he just looks so bad all the time. But Jane here says, uh, "Good night, best Star Trek series in her opinion, really, uh, or their really? opinion." Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I, I like comment. it. I like it. I'm not saying I, I like it. You like it, you don't love it. It's, it's not the worst series, that's for sure. Uh, I'm at the episode tonight. Do you do you love this episode? I don't, I don't love it. Seven and a half is a nah, it's That's okay. a like. That's a I like, and I'd say I, I, I like it pretty good. Okay, guys. Well, um, I think that's it then for this. What episode. do we got next week, Dave? What do we got next week, Jody? Oh, yeah, that's me, isn't it? Uh, Are they gonna get to Azadi Prime finally? Are we finally going? Uh, to get... No, we're not there yet, Dave. We got oh. to hit another uh, Galway planet. Uh, next week's <laughs> episode is Hatchery. Enterprise finds a derelict Zindi Exectoid. Wow, that's a hard one to say altogether. Uh, Starship carrying a cache of unhatched eggs, and Archer takes an increasingly obsessive interest in preserving them. Uh, looks like Daniel Day Kim will be back. Uh, is, is Corporal Chang? You know, Chang, from, yeah. Uh, who you know, D- Daniel Day Kim was on Lost as uh, as as um, Jin, you know, Jin and mm-hmm. Son. Uh, but he was also in like that Voyager episode with the skyship and uh, you know like all that. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Daniel Kim. So let us see. He'll be back. Well, then yes, you're we'll gonna be... enjoy it next week. Hatchery. Okay, let's Hatchery. do it. All right, and then um, you should also check out our other shows here on Live Long and Podcast. All of our different Star Trek uh, podcasts, uh, not just our Star Trek Enterprise, but uh, we have an ongoing series where we're covering every episode of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. We do those usually on Tuesdays. And uh, tomorrow we are talking about the next installment, which is season six, episode 24, I believe, which is um, called uh, Time's Orphan. And it's called Molly Becomes a Caveman. Yeah, it's not my favorite. And oh, gonna... God, that's a terrible episode. <laughs> you know, it's like the second last episode or third last episode of season six. And I'm just yeah, like, it's really yeah. this is where we're going for like as we're winding down. Especially Season when you have three. such interesting like storylines in some of the episodes that are leading up to that episode. It's like, oh. 
Yeah, it's just like O'Brien, like the character of O'Brien literally hasn't been on the show for a lot a while. Like we haven't seen him in any episodes, like going back at least four episodes four episodes. So and I like, think his his last big episode was another stinker. It was the uh the gangster. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The one where he went to like be a, like an undercover Donnie Brasco guy. Yeah. Um Rajane <laughs> says you, the Zindi saga is also great. When did, when did you guys start Deep Space Nine? If you're on season six right now. They we started, started like a it a year and a half before us. We started that basically the, the first month of the pandemic. Yeah. Holy. And so it's been over three, it's been three years now, over three years. Uh, I think three years this month. And I, we're, we're good. So we have one season left. We just got to finish up to season seven. Yeah. But it's like when you compare it to like when, when, when we did the Star Trek original series, um, Adam, you know, that was only 79 episodes and we've already doubled that, you know, um, well, this series has 97, I think. Um, Original series has seventy nine. No, but this this series has ninety seven. Oh, so you guys it. have you guys have a hard with DS nine because DS nine has like what? What's well, a seven season show? You know, like a seven so, season like, show with like twenty six episodes <laughs> in each season, basically. And Jeff's like, I want to do a D Space Nine rewatch. I'm like, Jeff, it's gonna take us three and a half years. Are you sure? You know, he's like, Yes, we have to do it. I want to do it. And I said, Okay, man, if you want to do it, I'm there. When was the last time Jeff was on an episode? He was gonna have a kid or anything? He, you know, he knew yeah. he was going to one day, probably within those three years. Ma- but, maybe you know. not at that exact time. But... Yeah, <laughs> you knew it was. It was. It was in. It was in the. the Jeff is the almost a guest star on that podcast now. Uh, he comes in. He shows now. up. Yeah. yeah, so uh, we're probably gonna have to. So we, I'm hoping we wrap up season six soon, uh, and then move on to season seven. But so you guys have, are gonna wrap up about the same time we are, actually. Well, we're probably gonna take a break because Tuesdays are about to get busier with ball hockey and stuff. So oh, that's true. You know, yeah. uh, I was hoping we we're gonna finish season six before that, but it doesn't look like it's. So we're gonna, you yeah, because our first game is what fit in the last two episodes, yeah. probably on, when we play on Thursdays or something, and then um, you know, or just there. do it on another day. I can do it on another day. We can just do it on another day yeah. or something like that too. So, um, so that's the plan and uh then uh well we just wrapped up star trek picard guys on last week uh kevin did you see star trek picard finale of course i saw it <laughs> and did you and like i loved it? it i loved it all it's you loved it all yeah, well I'm, we covered I'm... the entire season uh here on live long and podcast check out that specific podcast um not just season three but season two and one or all of those podcasts are there and uh coming up soon we're gonna be talking about star trek strange new worlds starting june 15th uh what is next at Give me a minute, Sam. I'm not. I'm not done. These was nine. I, I can't without yeah. a successor. We we got another thirty episodes before What's we have to worry Deep about Space that. Nine, 2025. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 2024 anyway. Maybe getting back one of our weeknights again. Yeah, so that'll be good. Uh, but oh, Star no, Trek Change fill with something else. Yeah, oh, Star okay. Trek Strange New Worlds will be coming back June 15th. Uh, we'll, so we'll be picking up that on Thursdays. Uh, but we get a little bit of a break here between Picard and Strange New Worlds. Uh, I did a trailer reaction with Davin last week uh, where we, we we saw the Leafs jersey um, in, in, the, um, in the trailer for Star Trek. That's got to be a, a first. And so uh, go and look at that. Plus, we talked about all, all the new stuff that's coming up. We, we did one about the Starfleet Academy show that they've announced. That's probably going to come out in about two years. And this new... Um, uh, special movie event section 31 uh with michelle yo they're gonna bring her character back from discovery and do something with her uh so uh all of our thoughts are out there we had some podcasts on those things check those things out plus we have star trek possibly legacy eventually 
Um, Star Trek Legacy might be coming too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, if they, I think that's almost guaranteed they're going to do that now. Um, oh, I think so. Yeah, it's just about it's just a matter of when they announce it. Um, but it seems like it's coming. And then uh, we also have our, like we have our not just the episodes and movie stuff, but we do like debates and trivia's and and all kinds of different content that uh, you know mostly Davin runs in the science division. Uh, last week there was the all ladies version of Debate Nine. It had. Um, you know, uh, my wife and Kevin's wife, Ashley, and um, Dave Pugsley's wife, Katie, uh, all competing in a roundtable debate format. Check that out. Plus, Locuters Attract, uh, D- uh, Davin and Dave Pugsley, uh, their long formats. They're wrapping up season one, uh, their long format audio podcast. You can check those out. Plus, the Star Trek Radio Theater projects we do in our operations division or playing video games, or all kinds of great podcasts. We have all kinds of fun stuff here. We are part of a uh, live like live long in podcast is part of a federation of podcasts that has all kinds of amazing shows like trivial debates where there's a host and three guests. They ch- they, these all have their own channels. It's only amazing it, when I'm on it. You can, yeah, you can find it on ufpodcast.com. <laughs> we have the super Mater brothers podcast uh, where we do shows like survivor and right now we're doing survivor season 44. Is my guy uh, still in? Uh, you got Kane, right? Yeah. He's still there. Uh, second from the left. Yeah, he's still there, but he had a wake-up call last week. You watch oh, out. Wow. Uh, he was out, he was on the wrong side of a vote. Um, and then Big Brother Canada Eleven, we're doing that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You got on... the guy with all the O's in it. Yeah, you got the hope. Hope. Oh, he got oh, voted yeah. out last week. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, yeah, he's out. Spoilers. I'm, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cry myself to sleep tonight. Yeah, and then the Mary Mater Marvel Society over on that channel as well, where we're we're about to cover um, Guardians of the Galaxy three. That's our next our next podcast over there. Sam uh, says Kevin should be on Big Brother Canada. Nope. Never going to happen. <laughs> Not, no chance in hell. <laughs> I'd be out first day. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't. He wouldn't tolerate the stupidity that goes on in there. <laughs> there's a lot of stupidity that goes on in there. Um, it's mostly, that's almost exclusively what go, goes on in there. Uh, X-Rated, the X-Men, the anime series, every Tuesday with Davin and Andre talk about the X-Men show, the X-Men cartoon from the 90s, uh, and when they'll be doing the sequels uh, soon up there. Uh, Davin from that podcast also has the Graphic Histories podcast where he interviews people from film and TV uh, and comic books and you know and different artists. Uh, definitely check out those uh, as well. Audio only on that one. Hold up a movie podcast every second Wednesday with Davin and Murphy, where they uh, they one talk about three movies in a yeah, different theme. It. They were supposed to do one this week. They were doing heist movies next with Jamil, but I think that got pushed till next week. So uh, check that out. And then the newest member of the channel, Eamon on track. Uh, my son Eamon doing uh, album reviews. Uh, he mm-hmm. just did a new one last night with Chris Murphy. One of our podcasters in the network, where they were talking about the uh, the Proto Men album, it was called Act Two: The Death of the Father. It was kind of based on uh, Mega, Mega Man, Man. Yeah. yeah, and everything else. So check that podcast out. Eamon's doing all kinds of album reviews, all different, all different. Yes, guests. he's he, he's scheduled me as well. So yeah, I said when you. Do I don't know what movies? album it's going to be though. Well, you have to pick. Oh, do I have to pick? Oh, you okay. have to pick. Well, that would yeah. be fun. I would like to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you pick well, an album. Sure you can get it, on there too, Adam. You you pick an album, you listen to it, and then you talk about it. Kind of. It's we got, kind of we got to help out, Damon. We got to get him going here. Yeah. So uh, and he's like so and the, the three he's done so far very different, which with me and Davin and now Chris Murphy. So lots of lots of lots of fun. So a lot of different episodes. Uh, I told him keep it going, kid. It's it's good. Uh, so I think that's all. That's all our shows. And uh, oh yeah, there's Hellbound podcast every Wednesday with Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan. And on that note, uh, I think we will close out here tonight. Oh, what's a good quote to go out on? Um, <laughs> I think uh, this. 
I would be out even quicker than Kevin would. We could form an alliance and both yes. leave. We'll both leave yes. at the same time. We'll be like, this is stupid. We're leaving. All right. I, I think this is the quote we'll go out on, guys. Uh, live right. long and podcast. Thanks to the whole panel. And, uh, and see you next week. All right. I nearly killed Porthos, remember? We were <laughs>